Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Some folks don't stop searching till they find the truth. If you've got a detective's eye, June's Journey is the game for you. Play as June Parker in a gripping murder mystery as you find hidden objects to help solve her sister's death. You'll hunt for clues in hundreds of beautifully illustrated scenes set in the Roaring Twenties. New chapters are added weekly. Find your first clue by downloading June's Journey today. Available on Android and iOS mobile devices as well as on PC through Facebook games. created a space where we can celebrate the unsung and the undervalued. A place where we focus on the many talents and influences for women within the culture in hopes to inspire women everywhere to overcome adversity in a male-dominated world. Welcome to Woman in Hip Hop. Um, another thing that I would love to talk to you about is because you mentioned at that time with SNL 40 years ago, again, I had to say congratulations. That is such a Thank huge you. feat. Such a huge feat. Thank you. And to even hear you say you didn't even know how big that was then. Right. And, and I'm That's so true. Happy, I'm so happy that you're getting your flowers now for people to understand that that you did that 40 years ago. Yes, ma'am. First one to yes, do ma'am. it. So kudos to you. Um, talk to me about Sugar Hill Records. Um, Sylvia Robinson uh, was... Girl. <laughs> You know why you gonna make my you gonna make my eyes roll back in my head and you be trying you just said I was respectful you know what I'm saying but I'm gonna try to tell you. Girl, but you I want you to also be honest that to you know to, to, just to be so people can have knowledge of the obstacles and struggles as a woman in hip hop and what you went through because you see what's happening in the world today you've seen a lot throughout the past forty years people come and go people still sticking around and you see what's happening with the Me Too movement misogyny and sexism I saw in other mm-hmm. interviews that you didn't you didn't have to deal with that that wasn't that wasn't well not the mis- not was- the misogyny side but the but to be jerked. That part, see, but okay. everybody, you know, and that, and that may not, and, and speak to that. Was that, to, was that due to your gender while you were jerk? Because uh, everybody has their plight of what they dealt with in this industry. So I really want you to speak to your experience um, as a woman in hip hop with Sugar Hill Records. So, so Jazzy, let, let me tell you this. And for people that um, want to, you know, no, I do have a, 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 a biopic coming out that's called Luminary Icon, right? But I'll tell you, because it's, it's other stuff besides what, you know, I need to tell you that's going on. So let's, let's talk. So in 1979, I was already signed to a record label. I had my first record, my first major record deal in 1979 under Enjoy Label, right? With the Funky Four. So what happened was because we were hot and we had the hottest record, one of the, I mean, the hottest record from New York City at that time, because even though you have like people consider King Tim, you know, the first rap record. But I look at it at, at a different perspective because I'm, I'm talking about MCs that was on the streets of New York, you know what I'm saying, that was pushing this, this culture forward. So we were the first, so I was the first to have a record deal under Enjoy Label. You know, you had people like, um, you know, the Treacherous Three that followed, that came on that label, you know, with Kumo D, you had uh, uh, Grandma Said Flash and the Furious Five that was on that label. And so you had many other artists that were elite artists that were on the street rhyming you know, that was a part of Enjoy Label. Mm-hmm. But there was a scout that was working with Sugar Hill. And so even though Sugar Hill Records had the Sugar Hill game and they had sequence, they didn't have, they didn't have MCs, the MCs from New York City that was on that label, that was from the streets of New York City. And this is what Sylvia wanted. Sylvia was the owner with her husband of Sugar Hill Records. She wanted to have the same format that Bobby Robinson had under Enjoy Records with elite MCs. So she had Sugar Hill and she had the sequence, but now she wanted more of the street, um, the street MCs. And so she sent the scout out. So a scout scouted us. We were still under um, Enjoy uh, uh, Records. He took us to Sugar Hill Records. Um, we wanted, at first, our manager didn't want us to, to, to sign over because he felt like it was going to be crazy, you know, and that wasn't going to, you know, that wasn't a good look for us. 
But we as young kids, you know, said, okay, you know, we want to go to another level because we knew that because of what she did for Sugar Hill Gang, as far as their record and it traveling all over the world, we said, well, we just, we're MCs. So we didn't just come into this game, we're MCs. So we want her, Sylvia Robinson, the owner of Sugar Hill Records, to be able to give us the same platform that mm-hmm. she gave the Sugar Hill Gang because the Sugar Hill Gang was the hottest group on, on her label at that time, you know, and had a big hit. Mm-hmm. And so, of course, my manager didn't want us to do it, but us as young teenagers, we was like, okay, we snuck behind his back, you know, and we wound up signing with Sugar Hill Records, right? Sorry to and cut so, that just That's a start as a great biopic. I mean, just that right there is like, whoa. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah, it's, it's more than that. It's more than that, though. <laughs> I'm going to tell you, but I'm going to tell you some more. So, so that's what we did. So we, we did it, right? Okay, so her thing was that she wanted to build that label up and she wanted to build the label up with the MC. So even though we signed to her before um, uh, uh, Grandmaster Flash and them did, their song came out before ours. Got and it. so once we signed, we signed with them, we went on the first major hip hop tour around the world because we all had hit records. You know, we had That's the Joint, you know, and then Flash and them had their song, and then Angie, um, Angie and the, the, the sequence had Funk You Up. And so we, we started traveling. So mm-hmm. now, you know, we, we, we traveling. We, we at shows, we, we all over the world in places that I had ne- never even gone before, you know, out of New York City, even though we were booking our own shows with the first record, we were allowed to be able to go to places where Caucasian people were coming out to see you know, the, the Sugar Hill tour, you know, it was like a different, a different thing outside of New York city. Right. Yeah. So, um, so we thinking, okay, look, we, we packing this place. You're talking about thousands and thousands and thousands of people. Like what were they doing now? We was doing those numbers, you know, back then to di- different places, depends on at the area and the, and the, the arena, you know, we were selling out arenas. Mm-hmm. So, we thought we was going to make some money. We thought we was going to, you know, come up out of the Bronx, you know what I'm saying? Being able to drive the Mercedes Benz and, you know, um, buy our parents' houses and do whatever thing. Girl, we are the poster child for any MC that have never got paid because it all started really with Sugar Hill Records. And so never received, okay, we, we, I think on tour, we was on tour, we received some money when we was on tour, but we never received what we were supposed to. We never got, we never got um, the breakdown of the records that were sold. We never seen what was made of the records sold. And, and that's the joint was one of our biggest songs, even though people may not know we had did seven or eight songs after that, but they weren't released in the United States. They were all released overseas. You know, we, we didn't know nothing about because at that time, Nobody had lawyers. Our parents didn't know how to gain, you know, work. Only thing we wanted to do was rhyme, you know what I'm saying, and MC and let the world know, you know, what we was holding down back in, 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 in New York City, you know. But, you know, she took that away from us as young teenagers because this is what I love. This, this is all I knew growing up. And so she took that away from us where we had to, um, seek lawyers out you know what i'm saying and or, or, or seek you know attorneys and we had one in the beginning when all this first started but he didn't understand you know he didn't understand the whole mechanism of entertainment law you know it was just like keith's uh keith's uncle that really didn't understand and so we never got paid we never got paid she one day we went out there and we think we going we we wanted interiors we we got a we got a song but we're not getting paid. So we asked for advance. So we thought we was going to get a thousand, thousand dollars and stuff. We go out there and she give us like a $500 advance. You know what I'm saying? And then one time I think she gave us like $1,500. But out of all the songs that we did, we never seen no more money. So that left a bad taste in my mouth. I didn't want to trust anybody. I, I, I didn't trust anybody, you know, with me because I knew you know, I was an MC. I knew that I had the passion for it. I knew what I did, you know, for the culture. But I didn't trust anybody at that time because she had me so effed up, you know, in the game that I, I couldn't I couldn't trust anybody that they would do the right thing, 
you know, for me, you know, or, you, you know, in general, huh? How old were you at the time? 17, 18 years old. Wow. And, 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 and time you would say that your experience with Sugar Hill Records and Sylvia Robinson. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. Making those songs, going on tour, that the most you remember receiving was $2,000 in total? Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. But, you know, with that said, I ain't the only one. You know, a lot of them on that record label went through the same thing. But it wasn't until, and I say this because it's a whole lot of other stuff that went went down. But on top of that, too, you know, that woman, I, I had a child. I had a child um, um, 18, going on 19, right? And so on Saturday Night Live, if you see me just moving uh, slow, I was pregnant then on Saturday Night Live, right? And so my group was mad. They was furious at me because we were about to sign with Chrysalis Records with Debbie Harry from Blondie wanted us to go on tour with her. So we would have been out there with her on tour. And they was furious because she was trying to help us get off the label. She had a lawyer. We went to see the lawyer. She tried to help us get off the label. But because I had a child, and Sylvia and I, and Sylvia Robinson was Christian. She christened my child. She was the godmother. She promised that she was going to do the right thing by me, as well as the group. So two other members, Jeff, and, uh, I mean KK and uh, KK and Rodney was allowed to to leave because she wasn't going to let the whole group go. But they were the troublemakers. So she let them go, and she kept us three. So we still. The us three. So we still continue to make, make uh, music, right, and make songs, you know, that was still, you know, synonymous, you know, in, in the hip hop culture. But she had promised me that she was going to do the right thing, that she was going to make it right. And that never happened. That never happened. And so, you know, for years I held grudges. I said, but you know what? All of that, it, I, I can't even hold no grudge. What I'm going to do is seek out an attorney to try to get back what was rightfully mine. And so what I did was I, I, I seek out attorneys wow. and I first brought in um, Shirley Pearl from um, the, the sequence to go talk to, even though Angie was one of my best friends, I was in touch with Cheryl. So I say, um, Cheryl, go get Blondie and Angie, try to bring them on for class action lawsuit. I enlisted Raheem from the Furious Five. And Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five. I say, go get the rest of the guys and bring them on. I bring back the Funky, the Crash Crew, who I was able to, to um, you know, uh, get a word to them what I was doing and bring them on, you know, whatever. So I, I filed the class action lawsuit, right? But at the time, you know, um, sequence, well, I said she's sure because I don't know what they're saying, but she was saying they're not willing to give uh, the attorneys half of what, you know, we get because... I knew I didn't have the money to stay into court with Sugar Hill Records, you know, because we didn't have no money. Right. I knew I couldn't stay in with court. So what I did was pro bono. I was like, okay, look, they said, okay, we fight for you. We stay in court for years to come. You got to give us half of what you make. So for me, Jazzy, half was better than nothing. Mm -hmm. So I filed a class action lawsuit on behalf of some of the groups on Sugar Hill Records to try to fight to get the money back, you know, and I did that. I started, I think in 2000 and two, I think I started in 2000 and no, 19, 1997 to 1997. I think I started the lawsuit, you know, and, and we won, we, we won some things. And, and to be honest with you, we're still in court to this day, you know, waiting for another court date to be able to have everything returned back to us, you know, like the, the masters and all of that other stuff, you know, Really? Yes. So it's yes. an ongoing thing. Yes, yes. I, I still have a, a an attorney, you know, that's uh, along with the Furious Fives, which, which is my, my attorney that I, I seeked out for all of them, you know, still waiting for a court date because some of the things that were, um, that was supposed to happen, you know, that the judge ordered didn't happen. So I'm still in court. 
Oh, I'm so sorry to hear that you said that. I'm waiting for Kode. Yeah. Yeah, after all of these years. So the thing is, is that you have to be really, really, really like, really like careful. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of things that you do. And, and for me, you know, I, I'm going to always get paid for what I do, but I'm not going to always jump at stuff just because, you know, the, the next party may think that I'm desperate for it because I never had it. You know what I'm saying? I, but I made a way. I always had a plan B. So I'm never going to just allow someone to take my freedom and, and have me in that space that I was in where I don't trust anyone. As long as I could see you, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Especially when it's, it's dealing to stuff like that, because that right there, you know, yeah, you go on, you do stuff, certain things. I don't, I'm not harboring, harboring feelings, whatever stuff. I'm just cautious, you know? Sure. Now, yes. Thanks for sharing that story. I didn't I didn't know half of what you just told me, so I appreciate mm -hmm. you hearing that. But talk to yes. me about um beefs amongst the women in hip hop. I know you see what's happening now. I know you see what's been happening, whether it's from Foxy to Little Kim or even back, you know, in, in your era when you had uh, Roxanne and, and Sparky D or Cardi. Well, Roxanne and them came, they came later. Years later, right. Yes. Right. But you witnessed all of that. How was it when you were, were coming up? What, what, was, was that a thing where it's like it only had to be one? Like how it is so now? So let me, let, me tell you, let me tell you a funny story. Let me tell okay. you a funny story, Jazzy. Okay, so <laughs> I'm, in, I'm in the 70s, right? And yeah. the thing is, is that I never, okay, so African Bambada, Bambada had a female that was called uh, Queen Issa Lee that, that she came like a year after I did, right? But okay. Queen Issa Lee. Okay. She she was the she, the the really the really like the first female that was a uh, MC for African Bambada, but Bambada got her to deal with me, you know, for you know because oh like a the funky forehead MC. Got well, it. I, at the time it wasn't a battle, but he they want every you, you got to remember is that because I was the formula. The first, they were trying to copy right the formula right they were right. trying to copy the formula right and it. so. So, okay, so one day we was, um, we was in, the, in a school and we was at Stevenson, uh, this, this school that was called Stevenson High School. So this is what, you know, hip hop culture was about. We you know, we played in high schools inside, we played on the outside, we played in the parks, we, we played at any venue that, that would have us, right? And so there's a lot of synonymous, you know, uh, of venues that's out there. But what I did was, was it was in this particular time and it was in the 80s i think it was like 81 or something like that or 80 or 81 um bambada even though he had lisa lee in 79 bambada um i mean i was on we was on one side of the gym my group the brothers is going to funky four and then you had the zulu nation on one side and so you know i my group had rhyme styles, you know what I'm saying? We had cadence, we had, um, you know, different types of rhymes that we would do. We would do rhymes like, you know, Gilligan's Island. We would do sitcoms. We would switch them up, you know, like whatever was on TV at that time, we would switch it up into a rap style. You, you know what I'm saying? Right, right. So I'm telling you, we're the ones that set the cadence to how it went. So if you had a thing like Gilligan's Island or you had, I dream a genie or you had, you know, the Michael Jackson's, we would take their songs and switch them up to cadence and rap styles. Right. Wow. And so, that's so dope. When, yeah. So <laughs> when I was, um, when I was rhyming, right. As soon as I rhyme, cause the guys were already, they would rhyme first and then they'll let me come on for the, for the, the shocker. Right. And so we're on one side and then they, and, and, and then it's their time to play African them by the Zulu nation. It's their time today. Now we're family though. Right. But still, we still play together at certain venues. So yeah. then after I got on, they put Lisa on. So she would rhyme. So she would rhyme, right? And so my DJ would say, they trying to make this like a rap battle. So as soon as she finished, you come in and you go in. And so we were going back and forth. So Lisa and I did the first female cypher that's on, um, uh, uh, um, on cassette tapes, you know, or maybe on the internet that you could hear. Now, Whatever people thought may happen, you know, maybe, you know, I don't even know if the time that they thought it was a rap beat, but they wanted to show who was the, the better MC, that they had a good MC too, female MC too, right? And so me and Lisa was going back and forth. And what happened is that as females, because of her, um, 
demeanor and my demeanor, we became best friends, right? Uh -huh. So we had, we had sort of set the standard for females and not getting into rap beef battles. But if you're going to get into a beef battle, it's not on no disrespectful stuff, but it's on, it's on your rhyme skill. It's on your word pattern. Even back then, it was on how you command the crowd, how you master, how you became the master of ceremony. You know what I'm saying? The, the, the mic controller. That's what the MC stands for. And that's what Lisa and I did to set the standard for, for female MCs. Now, move who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And forward, we had just did um, the movie Beach Street, you know, because I had um, gotten Lisa together and another female, you know, to do Beach Street, right? And so we became the Us Girls. But we was at the Roxy's. And the Roxy's is on 18th Street, it was a, a club. It was actually a skating rink that was on 18th Street in, in New York City, right? So you would have people from Brooklyn. You would have people from, you know, Manhattan, Queens, all over that would come to the Roxy's. Even though it was a skating rink, you would have sometimes people like Madonna, you know, that would play at the Roxy's. But then you would have different shows and different people performing at the Roxy's. So we had just did Beach Street, the movie Beach Street. And so, boom, here you come. You have some females from Brooklyn you know, that was called the Playgirls, and Sparky D was a part of the Playgirls, right? And so Sparky said, I don't want to, and it was a battle for all the all females, around the, uh, females around the world and females that did come and females in New York City, the Tri-Barrel Earls, whatever, so females came. So because we are veterans, you know, in this game, we came with a sequence outfits on, we came with our showmanship. We came with an all-female uh, a, a DJ, which was uh, ba Baby D, you know, that was a part of, you know, mm -hmm. like the, the first female um, uh, hip-hop group, you know, uh, in, in New York City, right? So we came, we was ready. We, we had our songs, we had the cadence, we had the rhyme, and we had the crowd behind us. So we won the battle. But Sparky said, I don't want to battle none of y'all. I want to battle Shy Rock. Because Sparky knew from all the females that was on that, that car that was around the world that came. Some folks don't stop searching till they find the truth. If you've got a detective's eye, June's Journey is the game for you. Play as June Parker in a gripping murder mystery as you find hidden objects to help solve her sister's death. You'll hunt for clues in hundreds of beautifully illustrated scenes set in the Roaring Twenties. New chapters are added weekly. Find your first clue by downloading June's Journey today. Available on Android and iOS mobile devices, as well as on PC through Facebook games. I was the most prominent person that people knew in New York City. I was a good MC, and Sparky wanted to battle me to get her creds, right? Because Sparky was, was coming up. Sparky tried to battle me even before she tried to battle Roxanne Shantae, right? Sparky tried to battle me first, right? Mm -hmm. So I was like, I was like, you know what, Sparky? I said, listen, I'm going to Brooklyn a lot. You know what I'm saying? Because I was at that time I was dating somebody in Brooklyn, right? I said, I'll go to Brooklyn. I said, I want to be able to walk anywhere that I want to be able to walk without no no disrespect, no disrespect to women, no disrespect to uh, to hip hop culture. I said, and just being free to be able to go wherever I want with no controversy, right? So it wasn't that I couldn't battle, you know, I'm, I'm a Rama, but I didn't want that type of feel because I wasn't, I wasn't that type of person that would, um, that wanted to um, have females against each other. And so I told Spark, I said, I'm not doing that. I said, because I know what you want. I said, I done been out here all of these years. I said, if you want to get it, then you have to get it on your own. I said, but I'm not going to pass. I said, you're a good MC. Use that to, to move forward to what you want to be able to do. I said, because you're a good MC, you know, and, and, and so is your, your group. And so you had another female that, that was a, 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 a MC that was named Pebbly Poo. She said, Sharak, I got you. We ain't gonna let nobody, you know, disrespect you. Let me go against her. Let me rhyme against her. Let me go against her because I'll talk about her. I'll, I'll, I'll disrespect her. I'll do everything. She had said all the disrespectful stuff that she was going to say to Sparky. I said, no, you're not. You're not going to do that. 
You're not going to fight my battles. You're not going to go, go through that, you know, that, you know, with her. Because I don't want that type of, of animosity within us females. I said, if, if a person is going to get it, then they're going to get it on their rhyming skills. They, that's how it should be. I said, but to disrespect each other, I'm not doing that. And you sh- you're not going to do it either. So we squashed it. The same night, I went to Brooklyn, because I'm from the Bronx. So I went to Brooklyn and hung out with Sparky D. And she introduced me to her area, even though I was, I was in that era. And I mean, even though I was in Brooklyn, I used to travel to different places. She took me to the to bed, bedside where she was from. You know what I'm saying? The era. Or, or we went out to East New York. So we became best friends. We're still good friends, still good friends to this day. You understand what I'm saying? Because I chose not to go that route. You know what I'm saying? And that's, that's my homegirl. I didn't want, I didn't want the animosity. And I know nowadays, you know, you have to prove yourself, you know, but I just don't think that you, you have to go after each other in a disrespectful way. If you stay in your lane and you just do what you got to do now, if somebody address you, you know, sometimes nowadays it's like, I think the way that you can address a person is through your music, through your lyrics, through your, you know, showing that, look, I'm in it. You want to get it? You get it on your own. I ain't got time to beef with you over all of this crazy stuff because it's real women nowadays in the game that they get to make it through, you know? And I don't think that nobody should test another female and I don't think that they should try another female. I think you, sh- you want to get it, to get it on your own as a female, but not by tearing another one down. Mm. But I, I get it. Sometimes people nowadays, they, they want to address it because people don't understand the limits of, 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 of what you should do, especially in this female, in this male dominate. When people talk about, I came up in a male dominated uh, era. No, I came up in a male dominated era where <laughs> it was everything from the beginning that it stood on your skills. So I think that we should be supporting each other. And I think a lot of females are moving in that direction, you know, but I, I don't know. I know that I chose not to be disrespectful unless somebody come at me and they say something that's not true like they're the first female MC of the hip-hop culture. And then I'll address this situation. I'll break it down to make the audience understand <laughs> why it is important that people know the truth. Now, oh, that is so good. You chose to not, you know, be a part of it. I can't even say perpetuate the beef because you were part of the inception. So it could have started with you, but it did not. And throughout the right. years, and I know you've right. seen it. Right. Throughout the years, you've seen the total opposite of that. Has Have you ever felt compelled to reach out to these girls since you are the mother in rap? Have you reached out to your children and pulled them to the side and say, listen, this is not the way? Or have they ever you, at you and ask you, you know, well, for advice on that? I have a lot of a lot of a lot of young girls, especially like in college. Okay. Um, you know, that that are in college these days or, you know, uh, or or MCs and they ask the same question and I and I, I tell them, you know, to follow your dream and then follow your path. And it may sound corny to them, but my thing is that I don't hip hop culture is brought up on beef. Don't get it wrong. It is. Right. But I think it's and it is brought up on um being competitive. I was That's a part of that era. But I think it's it's beef. a certain Right. But I think it's a certain way that you can handle it. You know what I'm saying? And still be that that um, lady, you know what I'm saying? That commands the crowd, you know, in, in a way where, you know, um, you could adapt to your environment. And, and, my, and I'm not saying that some are not doing it now. That's not what I want to say or, or take away because I see the move and I see the change. But one thing I'm not going to do is I'm not going to chastise an right. artist. You know, um, as to say, this is what you should be doing and this is what you should be doing, you know, because I get it. I get it. I just hope that, um, you know, as 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 they grow in their artistry, then they can begin to learn, you know, that um, stay in your lane. Do what you got to do. Don't focus on the next person because the only next person only just want to come up on what you got. Or if they don't say what? I'm sorry. Was, was there a beef that you felt you wish, you know, could have been rectified or never happened. Like for me, I, I guess I'm asking that because as I'm listening to you and I'm hearing these stories about how Sparky B, um, I'm sorry, Sparky D wanted to step to you and- Yeah, before she even stepped to Roxanne Shantae, she stepped to me first for a battle, right? Exactly. And I guess for me, I've always looked at Foxy and Little Kim, like those were my girls, those were my go-to. That right. was my era coming up. Those was like everything to me. Until this mm-hmm. day, I feel like- Me I'm too. 
Yeah, me too. So, me too. And I really I love them. Wish at one point, hopefully, it's not over because the women are still here that they can, you know, come together. But, but it's two. It's two. Mm-hmm. It's 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 the Nicki Minaj, okay, and Cardi, okay. and it's also Foxy and Kim. Okay. Why? Because I I think that they are very important um, women. You know, in 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 uh, the, the the rap aspect, a part of hip hop culture that um, that uh, have the world looking up to them, and so they can stay in their lane, you know, and get their money and show people their talent. But I just like to see, even with Foxy and Kim and and um, Nikki and um, Cardi, Jim, just to do. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. One song together. You know what I'm saying? To say, listen, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, we had beefs. We working our way through it. You know what I'm saying? For whatever reason, you know, but we can come together and show the world that we can do good music together, that we are, you know, entertainers. And we can bring that heat and show women that, yeah, I don't have to fuck with you. I don't have to be in your face 24-7, but I do know how to come together and make good music and how um, people come together and celebrate, you know, good music. You know, because at some point, at some point, I just, I just think that regardless of what people say, you know, I just think that, um, that you know, some people expect me, be, you know, to... to, to um, to look at it in a different sense when it comes to the way that they present their, themselves or whatever. But they're women that's in the industry and I'm never gonna knock no woman. You know what I'm saying? I just feel like if, if you're into the hardcore, you know, uh, uh, MC, you know, and stuff, then you follow that hardcore MC. There's different, if, if you're into the rap entertainment or whatever, then that's what you follow. But I'm never gonna knock another person for coming out because rapping and MC is an element you know, that's a part of the hip hop culture. It doesn't justify hip hop culture, but it's just an element. And so I just feel like, you know, if they, those two can, um, you know, come together and just do some good music. I mean, like some, some lyric, ly- I don't know, just some, just show, show the world that, listen, I, I, I can do more than what you just see me do. You know, because because both of them have it in them. I've, I've seen the way that, 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 you know, the rhyme, you know, regardless if, you know, if somebody, you know, um, whatever i see the way that they have potential and 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 still and as an artist you know they continue to grow and will continue to grow and i think as as maybe as you get older you know you settle your beats and stuff like that and be like look let's let's do it let me take one for the team and just come together and make it happen because i think we as women in the culture we're so dope right yes we're dope and we, we 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 don't we don't get the the um the backing as the young, the, the males do, you, you know what I'm saying? Because they like, they, they look at it like, some people like, I don't like female rappers. Well, hell, female rappers was there when the male rappers was there. We was always on the front line. So when did you come into the game? We was always there. Females didn't come into the game just recently. You know what I'm saying? We were always there. And so anytime I, it, that I see a female, you know what I'm saying, artist, right? But that's, that's I, not to cut you off, but that's why I created this podcast, Women in Hip Hop, because I was no, I was a co-host mm-hmm. on a radio show on Sirius XM Shade 45. And some of the artists that we would get would be predominantly men. Okay. And they were always, you know, we asked them what's their top five, and it would usually consist of nothing but men. Every now and again, we would get a Lauren Hill, a MC mm-hmm. Baby, or even a Salt and Pepper would shock the hell out of me, you know? But it will always be a case where it was a rarity. So um, that's why I wanted to create a platform like this to shed light on women like yourself and the women after doing that thing. So for you, I wonder two things. Who is your top five, Miss Mother of it all? Who would you say? Well, there's there's a lot. And I don't I don't like people to to think that I'm stuck like, you know, in a certain type of um, era era. Because the thing is, is that now when you talk about top fives, you're talking about. See, MCs, are you talking about rap artists? I, I look at a diff, I look at it from a different angle because when people ask me who my top five, they they may get mad if I say a Lauren Hill or I'm I don't care. Mad. 
or or no 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 or a Bahamadia, you know what I'm saying? You know, or a, a Soleil, you know, or a Cyrock, you know what I'm saying? Because you know, I, I I I like lyrics. I like entertainment. Don't get me wrong, but I also like lyrics too. And I like a lot of the young females that's coming out today. You know, some of the Panama Reds, and I mean that's been out. You know, different a lot of different you know females that I like. Even the the new artists that's out now. So my thing is that you know when you're talking about top five, I don't have a top five because I listen to everybody. I listen to everybody and. I listen to I listen to everybody, and for me, a top five MC is to discredit any female that's out there putting down lyrics. You know what I'm saying? To say that well, you're not a part of the top five, and then take away from their artistry. But I'm I'm not going to do that. I'm I'm never going to do a top five. And I understand the question, but I think it's so many dope lyricists and females that's out there that you can't. I can't just do a top five, so I'm not going to you know disrespect you know one you know whatever. But Lauren Hill, I've always said Lauren Hill, and that. And some people ask me a question, that question a couple of times, but I got away from that because I was like, man, no, I'm not going to do that no more because it's too many females out here to, um, and too many women out here, MCs, that's so dope that to say that it's only five MCs that make it, no, I'm not doing that no more because it's too many out. It's too many out. No, I get the question, but it's too many out here. We, and, we, and once again, we play into the, the, the notion that it can't be more than five or 10 female MCs, dope MCs. So I said, man, I'm st- I ain't gonna do that no more because the men, they can say top five, top 10, whatever. You never really see a female in there. So no, you know, the females that's outside that's rocking out there, I'm rocking with them all, you know? And so I'm never gonna, I'm not, I'm not gonna do that. I'm not gonna do that no more. Got no. you, got you. Now who, who, yeah. who, when you mention like the girls out right now, who are some of the ones that you really enjoy? Because what I'm starting to see is this influx of female rappers that's coming out, that's really starting to show love to each other. Um, I, was, I feel like when it comes to like the whole beef thing and things like that are gonna happen in battles, but you see what's happening with Sweetie, Cardi, oh my God, uh, Megan Thee Stallion, who's doing songs yes. with Cardi, like they're breaking records, breaking beats. Yes, yes, yes. Beyonce yes. is coming in doing records. And in 2019, or 20, 2019 was the biggest year, I would say, for like female rap, if not 2020. Um, right, right. Yeah, it was like nine acts, I believe, that hit the Billboard charts from. So, uh, so, from yeah. For you. That so let's, let's just, let, oh, so, so let's, because um, uh, Megan is one of the, the hottest uh, mm-hmm. female, you know, artists out there, you know, now. Yeah. Um, I look at, I look at potential. I look at your overall catalog. I look at, and I'm not talking about music. I'm talking about how, how you deliver. Because that's what I was always, you know, for the, as a female. Your deliverance has to be able to command the crowd. And when I say, when, when, you, when you're dealing with those top fives, especially females, um, even though some of the music that some people may like and may not like and, and, and may be targeted to some, some people. When I look at a person like Megan Thee Stallion, Megan could flip on you. You know what I'm saying? She can flip to that MC style that I know she's capable of doing. When I look at an MC, when I look at, when you talk about female, MC, uh, female MCs or, 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 or let's just say if somebody wants to say top fives, I think they should look at a, a person as to their, 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 uh, how they can command the crowd, how they can deliver in in a um, in a not just a rapid uh, entertainment format, but whether or not they could flip it, you know, into you know the traditional, you know, like MCing, you know, styling, you know, where they can just just go, just go, just go, and she can do that, you know. Um, Nikki can do that as well, you know, because I've seen her do that before and there's a lot of people you got people like i like cash doll doll because i know that um cash doll can flip it to an mc standpoint instead of like an entertainment standpoint and i don't want to i like a i'm not saying like a record you know format for so it could be able to sell on the radio whatever but i know she's i just feel like she's that lyricist person where she she can she can flip it you know and you're talking about the new people, you know, nowadays. So, yeah. And, and it's a, it's a lot, it's a lot of others, but like I said, I'm not going to, 
do a, do a top five because that that's taken away from the female artists out there that be on the grind. You know what I'm saying? And it's take away from them to say, well, you didn't make the top five. That's like saying you ain't, you ain't, your skills ain't, no, I'm not going to do that. I, I got to rock with the women. I don't know that way no, I got to rock with the women. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that to the girls. I just say, yo, do you and, and, and keep moving forward. I, I can't do that to the ladies. I love that. I yeah. love Shout out Cash Doll. She's from Detroit like me originally. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I know. I read that. I read that. I read that you were from Detroit and moved to New York, right? Absolutely. I was in New York for yeah. 15 years. So I just came to LA like a year ago. So Wow. Wow. So you went back to the good weather. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. She's from Detroit. Yeah. And I, and I, and, and I follow her, you know, um, her moving. I, I like Cash Doll. You know, I'm gonna make yeah. sure I'm gonna chop this clip up and send it to her. Be like, look, look, look. Yeah, look. yeah. So I, I listen. I, I know she. I ain't gonna say top five because I'm not gonna take it from them. I'm not gonna say she ain't the top five. I'm just saying she's one. She's one of the ones that I love. Peace to Cash Doll. Love that. Now before you, I, I know who you are. Yeah. Before yeah. you go, I, I would love to just because you've seen it all. You've been through a lot. Um, what do you wish your generation? Hey there. Ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah. Or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. Or you coming up mm-hmm. had that this generation has today that you wish you had back in 78, 76, 73, 79. What I wish most of all, and the reason why we were in the predicament that we were in now as founding members, mm-hmm. um, the good part about it is that as opposed to me growing up and everybody that came up in my era, we didn't have the knowledge of the music industry. Our parents didn't have the knowledge. Mm. You have the knowledge these days. You have the knowledge. You have people that, 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 that can put you under their wing in order to, you know, like enlighten you of the industry and how you should move within the industry. That's one thing. The second thing is that we didn't have social media. And so I wish back then we had social media Mm -hmm. because all we had was word of mouth. You understand? And so with social media, you become an instant star overnight. Mm -hmm. When I came up in the game, we had to, um, when hello, I don't know what happened. Yeah. When I came up in the game, when I came up in the game, Mm -hmm. we had to work, the streets of New York City in order for people to be able to know about hip-hop culture and its elements. So the difference between now, the then and now, is that they have your, that hip-hop culture and all the elements that's within the hip-hop culture have all the tools that they could work with. There is no excuse why um, anyone should be getting jerked. There's no excuse why anyone shouldn't you know sign to a record label that's not beneficial to them and 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 not know the knowledge because we didn't have the knowledge you know back then and one of the things that that um i must say and this may may sound corny to to your audience but hip-hop culture you know growing up wasn't always um wasn't always a safe place and a safe environment you know for a young female like me, you know, in the culture, right? Because of the, um, the different gangs and the different, you know, violence and stuff that was going on in New York City. 
But within hip hop culture, what we did was we created an environment that was beneficial to us to get us up out of all of the craziness. Now, don't get me wrong. We were, we, 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 we were surrounded by the stick up kids. We were surrounded by the killings and having to walk over dead bodies and all of that stuff in the clubs. But this is how we begin to start forming our own security to protect the culture and what we knew was proved to us. And so you couldn't come in there with, with, with guns and you couldn't come in there with beef because we had security around us to support us. So when we was in there, we were safe. And when we left, we were safe. And so it was built on, and it didn't always start it with peace and unity and, and all of that, you know, and, and just having fun. I just wish that we can go back to being safe and being respectful to each other. And, and, and um, when you're in your, your venues and you're doing, you, you're doing shows and all of this stuff, you're just respecting the artists and their music. And that allows you to go back home and say, okay, well, they getting people to come to the shows. They, they putting out hot tracks. Let me go and learn from them. And I'm going to go and do the same thing. I'm going to build, you know, my brand up to be able to use their platform, use, use their format to say, okay, you know, I'm going to build myself in, up in that manner and make your brand stronger instead of taking away somebody else's brand because you have beef with them. You know, I just, that, I, it's just, I, every time that I, I see on the news or I see in videos that, that, that the rappers and stuff are going after each other for beats, my heart hurts. It's like it's my child. It's like it's the, my son's. And I worry about them. And, and it's, it may sound corny, even, even like with females, it's like I worry about them that, I don't know. I was like, man, man, I need to see a psychiatrist or something. Because it's like I feel their pain. I don't, I don't, I, I just feel like, I, I, just, I don't want them to have to go through this. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm afraid for them every day that they may not see another day. Mm. I, I, I'm, I'm about, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't even want to get, I get emotional like this because all the, like all the little young rappers out there, you know what I mean? I know who they are. A lot of them I follow, but I follow them to, and I follow them and I say prayers. I say prayers because I was like, I don't want you to not be able to enjoy life to the fullest. Mm -hmm. You understand? Mm -hmm. It's, I, 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 I can't, man. I'm just... I'm glad you said that because I know you talked about what you wish you guys had back then, but my, my flip to that was going to say, what do you wish that y'all had back then that this generation has now? And it seemed like the camaraderie was there, the respect for the culture was there, the, the, the eagerness to protect the culture because this is something that you built. Right. And that you built to protect Absolutely. you all. So, you know, yeah, unfortunately we see people like Pop Smoke that unfortunately passed away, other rappers, right. you know, dying in this culture. King Von, all of this stuff, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's um yeah. uh what's his name in Houston? Um it, it's like it's so so many different I, I just want I, I with people like everybody is not happy for your success. You understand what I'm saying? And I just want people to understand it and, and get somebody um that that's under your wing that's gonna help support you and lead you in the right direction you know, as to protect you from all the craziness. If you're going to make the money and get your money, get in, get out. Make sure your security is squared away, is straight. Don't get caught up, you know, in the craziness, you know, and all the, the beefs and all of that stuff. Just get in and get out and go on, you know, and invest in other things because this rap life is not always promised. Somebody is always there waiting to take it from you. Get in, get out. Please get out. I'm literally about get to, in and get out. I'm literally about to uh yeah say that to somebody in a minute. But uh, that was on my get spirit. in, get out. Yeah, it was on my spirit <laughs> to say that to somebody. Yes, so yes, and I yes. It, so it's just like woo confirmation. Listen, congrats yes. on everything that you've done. I know you have Thank your you. film coming out, Luminary X. Um, icon, yeah, yeah, Luminary Icons. Um, and I also want to congratulate you, June first is officially your day. Yes, in New York City. Uh, they gave me my day, MC Shawrock Day, June 1st, every year, every year, Jazzy. Thank you. You be doing your homework. I try to be a good journalist and do it with honesty, yeah. integrity, and research. So yes. Yes, thank you. Thank you so much. It is so important for people to know that this woman is um, 
the creator, the one of the founding fathers and slash mothers. And she's mothers, the mother. yeah. She's the, the one. But you always hear, you know, founding father. That's why it was just so easy for that to come off the tip of my tongue. But mm -hmm. absolutely, uh, women are often excluded out of the history of hip hop. Mm -hmm. Very important for me to sit here. And, and you would think that they would get it right, but it's still the same thing. You know, everybody's, you want, want to tell the same story that's not always true. You yes, understand? Yes. It's women like it's they believe in stuff now, especially when it comes to women. And I couldn't wait to interview you. I still and um I know you mentioned Kuhurk earlier and I know his sister Cindy Campbell was right. one of the ones that helped, you know, bring this out as well. What you guys is doing y'all thing in the Bronx. Are you still in touch? Uh, is Cindy Campbell still in No, I mean yeah, yeah, Cindy, uh, Cindy's still um, in New York, but I'm in Texas. But I go back and forth to New York, you know, uh, like at least about 12 times out of the year, but I I, I stayed away because of COVID. So I'm, okay, I'm, yeah. I'm trying to stay away, you know, right. Yes, yes. But I enjoy talking to you and you're a great interviewer. And listen, I rock with you. You know what I'm saying? Let's stay in touch, you know, and, and I appreciate you. I appreciate you. My battery is going low. Yeah. Okay, no so I appreciate you. And thank you so much. And thank you for listening to my journey, Jazzy. created a space where we can celebrate the unsung and the undervalued. A place where we focus on the many talents and influences for women within the culture in hopes to inspire women everywhere to overcome adversity in a male-dominated world. Welcome to Woman in Hip Hop. Some folks don't stop till they find the truth. June's Journey is a roaring 20s murder mystery hidden object game. Find your first clue by downloading June's Journey today. Available on Android or iOS devices and on PC through Facebook games. Hey there, ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah, or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before.